0: Game Boys. Hey there, Internet. Welcome to another episode of the Game Boys podcast. My name is Lux and I'm your host. And joining me as always. He only has negative thoughts. It's Griffin Davis. Only.
1: Is yeah. a, what is this a reference to? The Joker trailer, bud. Oh, well, hashtag we are all clowns. Yeah. The only when thing did, that can stop he a he bad does guy is a clown going to go. That's
2: right. He has those that he talks to that like therapist. And he yeah. And then she's that he only like, has the thing is, sometimes you
0: have
1: negative thoughts, and he's like, I only mm-hmm. have negative thoughts. Yeah. Uh, yeah, about about uh, never having sex.
0: (laughs) Yeah, as Chris Monica says, the only thing that can stop a bad guy with a clown mask and a gun is a good guy with a clown mask and a gun. And that's what we're going to learn. I'm not sure why people are
1: calling calling this Joker movie uh, an incel movie, because it's clear from the trailer that the Joker fucks. Yeah, it's just that incels love the Joker. Yeah, but this is this should be a direct attack on their culture.
0: Yeah, well, the discourse around this movie is very silly anyways, because people are like, the problem (laughs) is that this movie is gonna make crazy people shh, do gun things Listen, it's like, fucking it's like <laughs> we, that's what are you talking happens every day <laughs> that was every
1: right now before the movie came out why do we give a shit i lived in new york where there was just these like um these criminal clowns that would just lurk around like down in subways and stuff and we are there we were warned. were they criminals or were they just like living their clown
2: lives and everyone and else was just that's, that's 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 for, were warning <laughs> us about them i don't know but they were just, like, being creepy. Maybe they were just anti-clown You're allowed to culture. just, like, hang out in a dark forest dressed in a clown outfit. <laughs> That's not illegal. Yeah, it's technically legal. Um, it's
0: highly frowned upon.
2: But, yeah. technically, but technically you know what? Legal. Let them live their lives. Who are we to judge them? Okay, well, well I right. see where you fall on this I've, Joker discourse. I'm always on the side of the clown in a movie. <laughs> well, there's two clown yeah, movies coming out in the next two months, which is weird to me. Yes. <laughs>
1: And and I'm firmly on the
2: side of one of them kills children. The other one fights Batman.
1: Yeah. And they're both from space.
2: Yeah. Pro Joker. Pro Pennywise. The clown it's
1: from space. Yeah, and It the clown is from space. Which clown's from the space? The It clown is from space. Oh boy. Yeah, oh you're is not going to be this? explained in okay. it chapter
2: 2. Only, Are we going to go what, to space? Not only
1: book, do we go to space, but we meet a giant cosmic turtle. Wait, no, you said uh,
0: In the context of the book, what happens is they all get into all <laughs> the kids get in a big hole. And they do a weird ritual where they burn a bunch of stuff and inhale the smoke and then have a weird cosmic vision where they see the it monster landing on Earth from space millions of years ago. And then they talk (laughs) to a giant turtle.
2: And does it like does the it monster like haunt dinosaurs millions of years ago or something? (laughs) There's little kid dinosaurs in the town of Derry.
1: (laughs) They
0: just see like spooky energy.
1: It's weird. It's not even the weirdest thing that happens <laughs> like, in the book. It's like the there's third a little fat dinosaur. Thing. There's a nerdy dinosaur. There's, there's obviously dinosaur.
2: the girl dinosaur. There's going to be a yeah. dinosaur that grows up to be James <laughs> that's,
1: McAvoy. Like,
2: that's IT Chapter 3, the prequel yeah. of when IT came to Earth. Going
1: way, way, way back.
0: Yeah, late, Bill
2: haters in that one, too. Later
0: in the book, they have to bite the IT monster's tongue for some reason. Uh, <laughs> there's an orgy. That book is fucking nuts.
1: Yeah, don't um. read the book... <laughs> Don't read the book. Yeah, <laughs> don't read don't. Griffin
2: will never tell you to read a book.
1: Yeah, no, but this time I'm firmly saying you
2: can't read this one. I'm on this podcast
1: <laughs> as firmly. leave this pro one book. out. If you're reading books, yeah, if you're reading books, skip this one. Skip it. Go yeah. See the movie. Plenty of other books.
0: I'm a, I'm pro reading books. We talk on the podcast a lot, but this is one you can definitely afford
2: to miss.
1: Yeah. Well, uh well, I think we should uh introduce him because we've been already chatting a little bit. Oh it's was I a, supposed
2: to be shutting up? no this no whole no time?
1: it's it's a case by case basis go, stuff you gotta start running when you feel like it's time all right you know and and you obviously did and that's great because you're obviously comfortable because you were kind of an old canon member. Of the Game Boy's podcast. They're already
2: an old canon. There's, this because there's
1: a new canon. You know, there's got there's by just Disney. a set of
2: classic episodes. that is reference. Yes. <laughs> well, there's that. And, you know, there are sort of
1: veterans kind of like, more like you know, old dads. that think that stuff is the best. I see. Uh, but then obviously. They grew up on it. Yeah. But now we've got CGI. Uh, we've got, uh, you know, we've got. Uh, all sorts of characters
2: of, across the spectrum. Use CGI characters We've that a- have appeared on this podcast. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Really, expensive. that's really incredible. Yeah, yeah. We're technically sponsored. We're still, we're sponsored. That we're still to that that integrate
1: the ad, but we for, are sponsored yeah. and do have an ad. We we really should
2: have filmed it because it was a yeah. lot of money. That's true. Just spending an entire. <laughs> Amount of time creating a visual for a podcast. Yeah, we we threw-
1: saw it, and you fee- you hear that we really saw it. You yeah.
2: s- you saw a three D anime five talking production yeah. budget
0: straight in the toilet. In, yeah, order to, exactly. in order for our $15 an episode ad.
1: But uh, like I was saying, he is an old canon member of the Game Boys podcast. Uh, we're so happy to have him back. He was on our first episode, uh, The Journey
2: of the Logical, logical Journey That's, of the zoom got to it, Logical Journey of the Zumbinis. Has anyone else done comedian. a game exclusively for children? The on the here? Yeah.
0: Maker <laughs> at the Pack Theater. <laughs> <laughs> We've been really powering uh,
2: through this. Welcome to the podcast, <laughs> Neve Brook. What was your question I, I i since when i was on for the first episode ever we did the educational children's game logical journey of the zoom beanies yes and i wanted to get an update if there has been any other Progress? educational oh. children's <laughs> games featured on to this because that's all i'm interested in talking about no they were all too hard for me so none we, of these humongous we've, we've, we've i I'd count a humongous entertainment game educational even though you don't learn anything any of those any of the pup have, or pajama sams
0: we haven't done any of them but we've definitely had guests like in their like list of games they might do have included like your pajama sams or something At least
1: i never ended up doing them yeah people just don't like learning neve i'm sorry well it's an important part of
2: gaming. People I, I think just try to protect
1: Griffin about. from learning because I know he doesn't yeah, they, like yeah, it. They just know they know <laughs> they know what gets shot down or
2: I I was <laughs> surprised how bad you were at that children's game.
1: I was too. I was too. Oh, yeah. It wasn't strong. Because, you know, I I do my my identity on this podcast is an elite gamer, so that was not That was kind of a trip out the starting gate for me uh, (laughs) and an otherwise flawless career over the last 75 episodes. Yeah, Uh, but we're, we're so happy to have you back. It's been over a year and a half. So you've probably been on a gaming journey. We used to be roommates. I used to know what you were playing all the time. And now it's a mystery to me. I don't even know what's going on. So we ask every guest this. What have you been playing this
2: week? Or you can tell me it's a little bit about your journey. Well, I've been playing. I've, I've been playing a little bit of the game that we're going to be talking okay. about today mm-hmm. as preparation. And also because it's only been out for like a, a week or two, maybe yes. two weeks. But Play now the only game I've been playing. Today. Yes. Uh, other than that. Uh, for the past year and a half, I've been obsessively playing the game Sea of Thieves okay. on Xbox. Oh, fucking right. hell
0: I, yeah, dude. I got, like,
2: really into that game <laughs> to a point where, like, last summer, it was, like, four hours a night I was playing it. And now I still play it, like, a lot and have a lot of fun. I've kind of, like, done almost everything there is to do in it, but I still, like, like the grind and it feels very relaxing and really fun.
1: Now, that's the that's the sort of online pirate game
2: yes it is a pirate game you play as a single pirate who gets you can get put as part of a crew of between two to four people and you run a boat together and you sail around the seven seas finding treasure fighting cursed skeletons but it's on an online server and at any point any other player can like sail uh their ship up to you and try to steal all your loot And all your loot's up for grabs at all times while you're hunting for treasure. So like at any point, there could be like a PVP alteration and they kill you and they can take it. And there's a lot of like cool stories that can kind of take place on these servers, which is what I really like about it. It's Hmm. it's very sandboxy. There's a very little a lot of it it was criticized for not having a lot of content when it came out, which is true. And they've had a lot of content, but. This kind of sparse content of that game leads to, like, having an imagination about what you're doing. The game's not going to necessarily tell you what you should be doing. So you get to, like, come up with that every time you turn on the game, which I think to is me, cool like, and exciting.
0: conceptually, that's, like, the juice of, like, big multiplayer games. Like, I don't really play them. We've talked about this. I don't like them. I like being by myself. But... In theory, if I were to get into them, like, that's why I would is like the idea of like, there's just this empty space like you and your idiot friends and everyone else who's in the world just kind of fill in. And the stories don't come from like a guy who wrote it, but rather just like people being dumb people on the Internet, yeah. um, which I'm super duper into.
2: And I'm I'm really into that game because of that. I also like I have friends that I play with, but also Xbox has like a looking for group section of their app that works really well and i just meet completely new people every night they spend two or three hours playing a pirate game with that rules with and the game kind of lends itself mm-hmm. to like making those social interactions positive it doesn't really reward trolling it rewards like actually like taking the game seriously mm-hmm. and being like having fun with it and stuff so it's cool that i can Meet strangers every night that I'm on a voice chat with that I'm actually like getting along with.
1: At the end of the that's day, really we all just want to meet
2: strangers, right? Yeah,
1: exactly. Because, uh, the entire time that we grow up, they say, don't talk to strangers. And we're all just trying to reject our parents and meet as many strangers as possible. I'm all for that. And that's exactly kind of the vibe of the game we're going to be talking about today. But first, Lux, what have you been playing? this week? I've been playing Astral Chain, baby. Heard of it. Yeah, it's the new uh, action
0: JRPG for the Switch. The basic premise is that like you're a weird anime cop and you have a magical like sort of wrist computer that attaches to a cool robot with a sword and that and the robot with a sword helps you fight like other weird monsters. Classic. Um it's insanely anime. The opening sequence is like uh, you're in like a technological tunnel with flashing lights on a motorcycle shooting lasers at floating robot demons which is about like 10 out of 10 most animation imaginable. Um, it's super duper fun. It has some really cool mechanics because you're attached to your robot by a chain. So a lot of like the fighting involves like using the chain to set traps for your enemies or like tying them up in it. So you can attack them or like doing cool little maneuvers like that. Apparently later I'm going to get more robots, which is cool. One's a dog. I'm very excited sure. for the dog robot. Sure. Um, but yeah, it's super duper fun. It's super duper breezy. Like it's not, it's like all, like it's almost all mechanics. Like the story is like whatever. The graphics are fine, but it's just like the mechanics are sweet and it's fun to play. It's not like anything that earth shattering in any meaningful way, but it's really fun. I big time recommend it as like a blow off steam game.
1: Nice, yeah, well, yeah. It's not, it's not earth shattering.
0: It's, it's astral shattering. Whoa, truly mind
1: you, you've, you've mind bended me, bud. Okay, you've been <laughs> mind bended. You've, you've been you've mind me, you've freaked. My bean. You've been mind hunted. You've been mind freaked. Um, well. I have been playing only one freaking game this week. Before we get to that, I think we should warm up with a little bit of everyone's favorite video game news segment. Welcome back Neve to Toxic or
2: Toxic. I don't it's think I'm being welcome back. Video to this. game news show. This is new to me. It's your
1: first time on Toxic or Toxic. It's a video game segment where I say what happened in the news of video games and you guys tell me from the gut if you feel it's toxic as in bad gamer culture incel get it off my internet or if it's toxic do 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 as in the britney spears song which is a hit a slap and a banger and a good
2: thing i see do you understand the game i think so let's go i'm just gonna say toxic to whatever you ask (laughs) and i'll be correct
1: uh that's correct uh (laughs) starting first tony hawk pro skater turns 20 years old
2: Toxic, <laughs>
1: correct, thank you. Yeah, I mean, it's
0: toxic in that it makes me feel old, which is a weird thing for me to feel, <laughs> okay, but also fair. it's good because the franchise is cool. But I'm gonna yeah. say toxic bad because I'm feeling selfish today.
1: I, oh, I, I'm i gonna say do doo-doo, do 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 toxic because I legitimately think it's the only video game that like made me want to go outside and do something. Yeah,
0: well, we talked about this before. That game changed everything for our generation, like everyone's music taste is formed by. Yeah. Accidentally downloading songs, thinking they were downloading songs from Tony Hawk and getting like Soldier Boy tracks or something. For like, sure. That changed yeah.
1: everyone's life forever. So, like, the game is very important. That's why I have this LimeWire tattoo. Uh, okay, moving on. I,
2: I was disappointed when I saw a real skateboard competition that it wasn't chaining tricks together for like a minute and a half. <laughs> no
1: straight. combos, no Christ airs. Yeah, what's going on there? No that's, one jumped over a spinning helicopter. That's actually insanely true. My
0: friend's dad was a, was a medic at the uh, MCI Center in D.C., and so he got us tickets to the Boom Boom Huck Jam, uh, Tony Hawk's Boom Boom Huck oh, Jam. Damn. Um, and I was like, they're going to do so many insane tricks, and it was just like, someone like jumps over a ramp, like spins around once, lands the other side, and everyone apeshit, and I was like, what the fuck? Like, why is he yeah. landing into a manual and then grinding <laughs> around the whole stadium and then doing a backflip off the fucking ceiling? I was very
1: disillusioned my, in that moment. My favorite Tony Hawk thing is that he shares all these stories about people not believing he's Tony Hawk because he looks too old.
0: Yeah, it's awesome. Someone, I remember I saw one recently where someone was like, Anthony Hawk? Wait, are you related to Tony Hawk? Are you like his dad? And he was like, no, that's just, that's me.
1: <laughs> dude, that would fuck with me too. I, I, actually, that was me asking that. Uh, okay, moving on. Dave Bautista will be playable in Gears of War
2: 5. Toxic or toxic? Uh, toxic. Okay. Dude. And, and why? But I, I'd say a, a, anytime you get to play just like a real dude in a game is amazing. There's no escape. I can't wait. Was it, There was that like a... Uh, uh, it was one of the zomb- COD Zombies like expansions that was like you got to play as Danny Trejo or Sarah Michelle Geller or oh. a bunch of like horror icons or I've only something. played
1: like the one where you get to be Castro and like
2: J.F. Oh that yeah, one's so. good too but I just <laughs> like when it's just like a normal celebrity wanted to be in a game yeah. you know that was a deal that everyone was psyched to make <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like you know the Gears 5 people are psyched but you also know Dave Bautista is just psyched Absolutely. to play as himself in this game
1: oh Oh man, God! If only I could get some kind of career going. I guess you have to be an action star to get in video games, right?
2: What? Eh, Matthew Perry got himself into Fallout New Vegas because he was a huge, huge Fallout Three fan. Okay, so maybe you don't have to be action, Maybe you can just like you just bug your agent. Yeah, you
0: need a ten year
1: run on a fucking hit sitcom, and that's all it takes. (laughs) Nothing super
2: (laughs) hard. (laughs) I only have to be on
1: on action
2: or in Friends.
1: Uh, all it takes to get into, yeah, an Xbox 360 game is friends. I'll
0: say do 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 on this one because Dave Bautista rules, and he looks like a Gears of War guy. Like, it's a perfect match.
1: Yeah, and I'm really tough because normally I'm a very toxic about David Bautista. Um, but this time I'll say do-do-do-do-do. Neves convinced me. Moving on. Uh, Ion Fury developer Backtracks says it won't remove gay joke because of censorship. What was the gay joke? Uh, they replaced uh, the shampoo Ole with O Gay. So, for me, it's always like, well, the joke is bad. It's not even like, yeah, it's like, it's like, like more I'm not like, gonna miss it. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah, am not like, gonna like, ah, it was like, so much better when the shampoo was called okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like, why is this the hill you want to die on? This joke sucks. Yeah.
1: <laughs> a lot of
2: people if are, it was like a homophobic joke in it that was really good. I'd be all on board that train, <laughs> sure, but no, sure. just a lame one. Fuck it, just cut it out. Come goes, up with better homophobic jokes. It goes That's back my to that note.
1: story about like the the Hitler joke in Minecraft, where it's like. Like, though it was like spelled into like Mein Kampf. it was like Minecraft or whatever. Wait, is
2: there like hidden Hitler jokes in Minecraft? Someone made like a private server that oh, did some I sh- thought, like, Notch, who is an actual Nazi, <laughs> like hid copies of Mein Kampf into Minecraft. You just gotta and dig I'd say, deep enough. That's definitely bad talk. So <laughs> I'll take a stand on that.
1: Okay, hard line in the sand about burying copies of Mein Kampf in Minecraft. Uh, Moving on, let's see, everything's so depressing. We know where we fall on some of these guys. I don't even want to read some of these because they're so sad. You know, where
2: do you get your sad video game news? <laughs> it's it's I don't that just feels like a weird realm to live, in. right? It's like, like, I love video games. I'm going to go read well, the sad like news any about the
1: Industry, them. there are controversies, whether it's in the, you know, oh, yeah, like there has a big, been a lot of
0: sad, fucked up video game shit
1: this week, you know, but we're three men. Like, are we qualified to handle it? I'm not even sure. Um, but I think we're qualified to talk about this news story. (laughs) Assassin's Creed Odyssey's Discovery Tour Mode lets you ride around on a unicorn and take
0: quizzes. (laughs) It's so good. Woody, that's
1: great. How do you feel, Nave? This is a real I'm
2: on board with it. I haven't tried any of the Discovery Modes because they did an Origins 2, and it's basically just like you get to play the game as if it's a museum ex- exhibit mm-hmm. where like fighting is turned off and well, you, you famously just to love learn learning about history. <laughs> yeah. As, as the biggest proponent of educational yeah, games, let's make Assassin's Creed that, but, uh, yeah. And if you can write a unicorn, I don't know if that's like tied to Greek mythology or if it's just in there. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm on board with writing unicorns. Yeah, games. I'm pretty.
0: Yeah. I'm not like a Greek mythology genius, but I've taken a few classes and read a lot of books, and I don't think the unicorn is a Greek mythology guy.
1: Well, that's why you got to take some, lear- some learning and quizzes to understand how the unicorn got there.
0: Um. Yeah, pretty much. Long pause. Okay, cool. <laughs> Sorry, I uh, didn't really know what to do with that one. I guess, I guess you're right. You just got to uh, find other the Well, twist.
1: guys, that was Toxic or Toxic. Thank you guys for playing. I feel like we mainly agreed on most of these topics. But now we got to get to the game, which is the main topic of this episode. But first, I think we should hear... A little bit of history about this game. In 2004, Blizzard released a massive multiplayer online role-playing game called World of Warcraft for the PC. Compared to other games of the era like EverQuest, World of Warcraft was seen as a friendlier, more accessible model with less grinding and penalties for dying, combined with a more constant flow of action combat. Over the next decade, WoW would become a monolith of gaming culture with a gargantuan amount of expansions, online parodies, a South Park episode, and even a Hollywood movie. At its peak in 2010, they had over 12 million monthly subscribers, but then gaming moved on. The evolution of next-gen games and consoles started to bleed players from WoW, and despite attempts to reinvigorate the franchise, WoW seemed to be on an inevitable decline, with casual players picking up free-to-play games like Fortnite, and hardcore veterans lamenting that the game is nothing like they remembered, that it was too easy, and that the spark of wonder and joy they felt in 2004 was gone. Until 2019 when Blizzard announced they were releasing WoW Classic, a perfect recreation of the original game that was released in 2004. classic was released two weeks ago and since then hundreds of thousands of people have come back to the game with millions more watching them stream it on twitch so cancel your plans quit your job leave your wife and family fuck your whole life up time is a flat circle because it's 2004 and wow is back dude it's 2004 it really in so good. many ways it's 2004 in every way really we got the tool album well it's like 2008 yeah it's, that's more like it. We got the tool album we got this joker movie the joker movie we got the WoW Classic. There was a fourth thing. There's a lot. There's a lot. We got fucking Joe Biden. <laughs> we got, oh, my favorite thing is we're like a lot of people in this game do a bit where they just pretend it's still 2004 in general chat and like argue about like
2: 2004 politics. Yeah. Just like bunch of John Kerry memes. <laughs> yeah. Barron's chat. It's like a lot whoa. of people playing
0: Howard Dean clips.
2: <laughs> um,
0: That's wild. Um, this is really interesting so I've been playing this game but I've been watching Twitch a lot so I'm interested right. to hear from you guys about what it's like to actually get back in the
1: mix because I was never a Damn. wow boy wow well me and Eve you know we, we've played wow together
2: over the years sporadically in short bursts yes there's been periods of time I th- I've i played a little bit of every expansion since Lich King up to the point of like doing a, at least a raid uh, some expansions I get more into than others. I'm, uh, but I've definitely like played every expansion and been familiar with like it over the years since like I probably started playing seriously in. 2009, 2010, For around sure.
1: then. So that was like Wrath of the Lich King. probably.
2: Yeah, start I it. started playing seriously at uh, the last raid tier of Wrath, Wrath of the Lich King. Okay, I had played a little bit of Classic and played a little bit of Burning Crusade before then, but I was kind of like just figuring out le- leveling and didn't really know what I was doing, and I only started taking the game seriously.
1: So having Lich played King. mainly in Wrath, what is the feeling coming back to this game and like where the game started. I mean, it's it's it's
2: horrible.
1: <laughs> it's just like it is. It is. Well, it's All not just rules.
2: if it if it if it was like coming from Wrath right. of the Lich King, that's not that far removed from this and it was probably like very similar. It was yeah. probably still abbreviated, made a little bit easier because you weren't trying to get to level 60, you're trying to get to 80, but ever since Wrath, every expansion has just come with small quality of life changes that I was always on the side of welcoming. Like things that just make the game less of a pain in the ass. Yes. It's grueling. This game is grueling. And then with this classic, it's like we're going to bring back all the mistakes we made when we released (laughs) this game. (laughs) All the design choices that made it unfun. (laughs) All the things that were just like Shitty to have to do, but you <laughs> had to do them because that's what the game made you do. Yes, they're just yes. enthusiastically bringing it back, we're- and <laughs> and just saying up front we're not gonna fix these. And that's you <laughs> asked for these. Yes. It's gonna stay like this until like maybe later on we're gonna introduce the other patches, and maybe a couple of years from now they'll do Burning Crusade class. Oh, or that would like light
1: that. me up so hard to do that one too. Yeah, but. Okay, like, so are so- we just are we just paying pigs guys yes, like <laughs> duh obviously
0: this is the biggest like piss pig scam of all time and that's <laughs> why i'm so into it like it is it's a game like neve said like neve got this but it's even like more masochistic than i feel like you characterized it like they they were literally like, before the game came out, they were like, remember all the glitches you missed? Like, all the glitches and things you fucking hated about this game? They will all be there. We're not fixing them. People were like, why not? And they were like, because you fucking want it. And then everyone was like, yeah, we fucking want it. Give yeah. it to us,
1: please. Because, and you know why? I was Because I was reading an article about this. It's like, people... Um, have a higher tendency to bond when they're in bad situations. Uh, Like in times of like good people can kind of just like be pretty autonomous and self-sufficient. But when people are enduring hell or like are, are all collectively in, in a bad spot, then they like form deeper bonds because of it. And like, that's why I still remember my friends from original World of Warcraft to this day. I mean, one of those motherfuckers, Donated like $200 to my Kickstarter. Like, that's some crazy friendship, long term shit,
2: you know. For sure. The new WoW Classic like lends itself to a kind of socialness that's necessary because there's no in the new one. There's like cross realms. So like you can uh, play with people who are on other servers. It doesn't have to be just the community of people that exist on your server, uh obviously it's more easy to solo so you don't have to grow up grow group up for things so there's definitely something that lends it to like oh in order to get through any of this game with my sanity i have to either bring friends along to my server if they have a character on a different server that's They're dead shit them. out of luck
1: oh, shout or to Michael meet Lyle.
2: strangers on this server, develop relationships with them and actually if you want to do serious raiding later on develop a relationship with the community where you are known as like a good player and not someone who will be shitty because like it's each server's like a smaller community mm-hmm. so there's something to that there's also a lot of anti-social mechanics I think <laughs> such as the tagging enemies system which has been got was gotten rid of a couple expansions ago that's like if someone else starts damaging a minion who's not in your group an enemy who's not in your group you don't get any credit for it and that can be like really tough with like rare spawns we'll see like 30 people gathered around where this one guy spawns because only one minutes. person can tag it every 10 minutes every 10 minutes while well, we wait oh, that is for tremendously it to and it's behavior. just that is like, like... and it's just something this like this is just a bad design choice that they it took them a long time to figure that one out <laughs> that, that was like, like
0: a thing they would do in a lab to test like th- the fallibility of human nature at like like a stanford prison
1: experiment type thing yes there was all these like uh posts and, and news about like oh like people are lining up in world of warcraft uh, t- to like uh, to be polite and kind and like tag the mob one at a time. Yeah, that isn't happening on our fucking servers. That's some British shit. No. That's some like UK server where they're all like queuing up or whatever. That's definitely not happening. Me and Neve started playing the game.
2: Uh, and we couldn't finish the first two quests for like almost two hours because there were, because it was just like, you have to find these boxes that spawn and one box spawns every minute and a half. And there were 50 people looking for those boxes. It was a nightmare. (laughs) It was was hilarious. But that was like the high traffic times for when the game just came out. And sometimes things are high traffic and things are pain in the ass. And sometimes places are empty and it's like, I can't get through this without help from someone. And yeah. I can't find health.
1: That's why it's best to play right now when there's a shit ton yeah. of people doing it, because when it thins out, it's way harder. Yes. OK,
0: well, so as an enthusiastic observer, but not a player of the game, I'm curious, what are some of these like shitty mechanics that you hate so, so much well, he um, just mentioned the tagging one. That one like I've heard the about, but I'm worse. sure there are others I don't know. I think know that.
1: everything I mean, it's really just like the fact that you have to run across the fucking world to do anything.
2: Yes. It takes so long. Wait, there's not to like move. a fast travel?
1: There are flight paths. There are paths. flight
2: paths which are more they've at they added a lot more flight pass quality of life. There's far less in the original game. Uh, there's things like every two levels, uh, you learn new spells, but in order to learn them, you have to fly back to your city, find a trainer, learn for a trainer and fly and then fly back to wherever you're uh, questing. So that's okay. something that was like a simple fix, like in one of the later expansions where like, no, you just get your abilities when you level, you don't it, like It's maybe there's something immersive is like, oh, I'm now level 16. I get to voyage to the trainer of warriors who will teach me my new skills. Yeah, there's something immersive to that. And I kind of get as a role playing thing. That's cool. But. I'd rather just have the skills. And, it also seems like this
0: game's too big, and sort of it's like geography for that mechanic to make sense. Like a mechanic where like it takes forever. Like, you have that in like a lot of the old Might and Magic games. Like when you level up, like you go back to the guild and you like learn a new spell because you're like a master plus two at air magic or whatever. But like that makes sense because the story is like centered around like here's this town. Sometimes you go out to just outside the town to do stuff, but you're basically always in this area. But it seems like, for my impression, WoW is so much bigger than that that you're like spending a huge amount of time like.
1: We're compla- running off. You're to right. Some- you're right. We're complaining now when we're in the zone right next to the main city, it gets so much worse because when you're on the tips of these continents, you're so far away from anything that like you have to like, just like put yourself on a flight path and like go make dinner or something and like come back. And it's like, Oh, you finally landed.
0: Yeah. This is crazy. It sounds like the time. It sounds like the time when I was playing the Witcher three and didn't know there was fast travel and rode everywhere on my horse, but the games like that on purpose and not cause you're dumb. Yeah. Um, and that sucks. that sucks. that sucks whole. Oh, so there's that. But then, like is there are there you mentioned adding new like flight paths and stuff? Are there any kind of like quality of life upgrades across the game from the original? No. Aside from that, or is it really it's, just it's, as raw dog as they make no, they it sound? They didn't add anything. No, they
2: didn't. No, add, that it's that's the, part of this original game. Before this game, the only MMO was EverQuest, which yeah. was terrible. Yeah, and yes. this was an improvement on yeah. terrible. Yes. Like it was a brilliant like piece of gaming mm-hmm. when it came out. It was like unlike anything else. It was the more streamlined version of EverQuest, which was less user friendly than this but it's also a game from 15 years ago in a genre <laughs> that in certain ways has evolved at least in other ways it hasn't changed at all but at least in like if you play a game for 15 years the you're uh you're gonna have suggestions of ways to make your life easier here's my and thing people are gonna want to do that for you after 15 years
1: right but also like yeah this game fucking beats you down but if you do get through it and to the make it to the other side, it feels more rewarding than anything that happens in modern day World of Warcraft, uh, where they just hand you things on a platter. And it's like a fun, like, polished blockbuster experience, but it's not hard. You don't have to pay attention and you don't feel like you earned it. Uh, and it's just way more rewarding to like. I, I guess I'm just talking about wanting to be dominated by a video game. But sure. Yeah. You are really it's, a punishment. It's more hog. rewarding to like go through hell and then f- like walk across the entire fucking garbage world and then finally get a mount at level 40, you know, and like finally move a little bit faster. I don't know. Those things just it's like Dark Souls in that way. Yeah.
2: You know, sure. Uh, um, i There's one quality of life thing that I think is one of the main important differences that really changed the whole tone of the game, which is that in the in the current game, when you get a quest, the quest will tell you where to go and what you'll find there in the original classic. If you get a text, uh, a quest, you just get a wall of text that you have to read and you have to figure out what to do. Yeah. Uh, that is the oh, big cool. tonal difference. You have to decipher that it where to says go. like somewhere <laughs> northeast of this village, <laughs> there are some knolls for you to kill. Yes. And you have to like read that task. Sometimes that text it's say shit. Sometimes it's like
1: find a silver bar. Raptors liked it
0: yeah like, <laughs> yeah do do not want um
1: well okay so here's
0: the thing i so i've been watching or i was watching a lot of the like race to level 60 stuff on twitch a lot of the like right mm-hmm. uh who's gonna be the first one to make it yeah um and that just crazy was and that's just crazy we can get into that in a little bit but i was wondering like while i was watching that, i saw a lot of like weird people having like moments of like game narrative of just like wow this thing happened to me and it was so cool have you guys had any like really cool mmo experiences with the new world of warcraft or is it really just like back in the rhythm back in the saddle type I've, shit?
2: I've just routinely had my ass kicked because two mobs spawn next to me yes. instead of one yeah uh, it's basically kind of just been a gruel. I haven't had the opportunities for like, are you talking about like stories that arise through social interactions or through role-playing? Or... I'm more
0: curious about those kind of stuff. But like anything cool that's happened to you playing the game, really? Not
2: really. I joined the only role-playing server or one of the only ones expecting because I thought that would be more fun. And then immediately started like, would anyone like to journey to kill the kobolds with me in the cave down there? And immediately just got told, shut up, nerd we don't do that here <laughs> no RP. so there was i i i haven't like run into a lot of like role playing and stuff which could have been cool to get into and again like the gameplay is kind of like i go out on my own i try to do some quests Uh, It's mostly just killing boars that the quests are like pretty boring, like they're not very narrative driven. And in Cataclysm, which was the third expansion, they redid all the start, all their original zone quests and made them much more narrative driven, where now you're like learning about a world and things that are going on. Every quest has a little bit to do with that. Well, now in the classic, most of the quests are like, I need to make a stew. Go kill <laughs> boars for my stew. And every boar has like a 0.5% chance of dropping their intestines. Yeah, and you need it. six of them. And oh, it's I just like a that. grind of that. And it's like the the quests aren't very immersive.
1: But and but then the but then world. there there are a lot of hidden quests that are more immersive. Yeah, and like th- that's like what, what th- those feel really sweet when you come upon them because there are there are secret quest lines. Like you're a warrior, so you'll get to do this secret quest line. It's like the Thunder Fury to get the giant Thunder Fury sword. Um, but that requires like a lot of crazy steps, and that's like warrior specific. So they mm-hmm. they do put a lot of in time into like deep
2: quests later on that most people never get to <laughs> yeah and that's something that the game is improved upon as they go on as the quests get more and more interesting to the point where like this newest expansion battle for azeroth which has gotten a mixed response from people because it's different strengths and weaknesses. But the leveling quests, like, you're following a story that you can, yeah, like, understand and you know what's going on and you know what part you're playing and how you're affecting the world. Well, this, I don't know how I'm affecting the world while I'm killing six boars and delivering their intestines or whatever. You're making an old lady a nice stew, and isn't
1: that a good thing, too? I don't know. Yeah. It's just, for me... What I look for right now is like in an online game like this is like like a like a like a fun weird social experience and it's like I look for it's hard it's, other than Overwatch it's hard to find games to play online with people and it's just exciting to like have you log on or like Michael log on for us to all be like trying to survive this hellhole shitstorm of a game. Uh, there's something really fun about that um, and. I want to give a quick uh, shout out to uh, former guest Michael Allen Lyle, who is playing on a different server as Alliance. He wanted me to start a server there, but he chose a normal server. And I was like, first mistake. And he chose Alliance. Second mistake.
0: Well, I'm going to say this. Um, I would play with you, Griffin. We've talked about this a little bit. I would play um
1: yeah cuz you're good at the grind.
0: You're better than me at the grind. Um but I want to play I'll play with you only if we play new characters in a true RP server.
2: <laughs> well, there's no such thing unfortunately right now. There must I be, don't there, think there's, there's a server that's emerge. taking RP seriously.
1: I mean, here's the thing is, if you are gonna, if you wanna RP, just commit and fuck with everyone, the fuck the haters. Just keep going. Yeah, that's what you have to do. You'll, You'll find to, other you people. You have to just be a troll. Yeah, no, you just have to, no, because everyone's gonna try and stop you from RPing. I RP on not fucking whatever server I'm on. Who cares? And and Lux, it takes so long to level a character, there's no way I'm starting a second one. So you have to start uh, uh, now. Well, nope. Catch up, no buddy. Deal
2: yeah now you're just leaving him alone
1: (laughs) but yeah uh but going back to what i say about michael it's like michael he's like oh i'll make a second character and play with you guys like no you don't understand how fucked up this game is like you're not gonna want to do that it's not gonna be fun
2: i i was playing i was i got a mage to uh, an alliance mage level 12 and then i got i or level 13 and i got my taran warrior to level like 10 or 11, but then I was like, I want to, because you you have to subscribe for both right now. That's the only way to get it is you just pay the $15 a month subscription to World of Warcraft and you get both games. Uh, you can't do them separately. So I decided to just install the retail version and try doing a torn Warrior Uh, on the reg on the current version and it took me one hour to get to level 10 while it took me five (laughs) hours to do it in class Uh, like the game is a lot breezier but i also feel like it was teaching me like the class better like i knew the more most efficient attacks a lot clearer than i was in that it felt like yeah it is easy and a little brain dead But when I felt like it was teaching me the game better, like I knew more what I was doing in the retail version. And also right now the end game is like – pretty varied and has a lot of challenges and doesn't hold your hand like i can't do a mythic raid mm-hmm. i can't do uh some of the mythic plus dungeons those are really hard there is like depth to the end game if you want a real challenge and from what i've heard about the raid at the end of this is that it's not that difficult that uh i think like the first one to the first person the first group to down the boss did it 6 days into the expansion well that's only molten core yeah molten core that's one of the easier ones yeah uh, it thought. took 154 somewhere around 150 days to beat it when it originally came out and it took six days to beat on this yeah but and it's just different. because yeah it's because like now you have youtube and now yeah. you have guilds mm-hmm. that've been together for years and now you have like uh computers that can run on high frame rates so you can see exactly where agnoros is doing and the game from what i understand the, the right now the current tier of end game is like fairly simple and And narrow compared to like the end game, the end game challenges that are available in the game now. So I feel like the meat of the game right now is the leveling. The difficult part is kind of the grind, although I don't feel the grind is particularly high skill in some places, but I haven't done the dungeons. I know what the boss mechanics are for that. It feels grindy and not skill based, but that's the hard part. But from what I've heard about the end game, the level 60 stuff is that it is far more simplified compared to what is available. Well, it's now.
1: definitely it's definitely more primordial, but I mean, it's definitely hard to get 40 people together. Sure. Uh there's something <laughs> yeah, that hilarious, seems like a then you, but then than you can just the, the game. boss. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and but there's something wild and fun about that. But then there's also there's raids like um like Nex Yeah, which was which a is,
2: later tier of raid that would would maybe come out like next year. Right? Oh, is that not in this current version? No, it's just the first tier of raid rating. they're gonna definitely have to release. they're gonna yeah they're gonna release the later tiers like in a similar schedule to the release schedule in 2004 oh that's fun no no this is i think it's v 1.12 so Mm -hmm. it's not actually 1.0 they did include a bug fix patch that was included in the game like a month later interesting so it is a slightly altered version of the original but it is 1.12 and later they'll start releasing the other patches and the other content updates so right now there's just the first tier of rating and that and it's and it's the way the game was in 2004 mm-hmm. and what's interesting is like people have become better gamers since then so the contents again it took 150 days to beat that boss originally it took six days to and most of the people rating weren't even level 60 yet. It was people in like the mid 50s killing Ragnaros.
1: Right. I mean, the computers like, people were using back in 2004 blows my mind. Anyone yes. killed Ragnaros. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, It is
0: wild to think that like this is a game that's utilizing mechanics and frameworks that were designed for computers in 2004, which are basically like
2: toasters calcula- like calculators. <laughs> yeah. TI-84. Like, I was yeah. so surprised when I downloaded the game and it was like five gigabytes. <laughs> oh yeah, that's what I was surprised too. I was like, oh, I need to clear some room. Oh, I guess it's already downloaded. Yeah, because the current game is like 45 gigs yeah. or something. And even that, I feel like it's very small for the amount of game that's in. They've done some good compression. But yeah, the, the whole world is just five gigs compared to like what it is right now. I think
1: my, I know, my kind of final thought before we kind of take a break is that like there's so much... um fun and weird community shit that happened in the original world of Warcraft that now everyone can just experience on Twitch. It's really cool. Like all these things like a 40 man raid, uh, like, like invading each other's cities. I don't know. There, there's, there's something so many people are just watching it and tuning in. And I think it's really cool that all that stuff is going to be like, Like fully in the light, because the reason that I first started playing World of Warcraft was I saw the Leroy Jenkins video and I was like, holy shit, what is that? What is this game? It looks amazing. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it seems like this Twitch thing is like going to be able to bring more of like that Leroy Jenkins style content about World of Warcraft, even though that was like a fake comedy video. I don't just like more stuff like that. I'm excited about
0: there's stuff like that. And there's also these like weird meta narratives that Are happening. Like the there was like there's like the race level 60. And a big part of it that was really interesting is that this one like Chinese gaming team had like invested a ton of money into being the first people to get to level 60. And so they just had like a bunch of people in a room like constantly playing and like napping and then playing and like investing a bunch of money. And then uh the people who actually did it were these Maltese guys, and there's like a big dispute about whether or not it was one guy or if him and his brother were switching off and taking turns so that they didn't have to sleep and could keep on grinding and whether or not that's like legit. And so it was this huge like conversation and discourse, like Twitch arguments and stuff about like who legit got to 61st, who we should care about, who's good and who's bad, like all this bullshit. And it's so interesting and wild. And like watching the Maltese guy get to 60 was crazy because the Twitch chat
1: just exploded. And like, it was fun. You sent me a message right when it happened. Yeah, we
0: started playing celebrate good times. And like, yeah, everyone in the Twitch chat was just like subbing five dollar subs constantly, so which made like a bajillion dollars. Yeah, people were just screaming and yelling. And it was super duper weird fucking rock and, like, stars
1: of the new age, brother. And like,
0: that's such a crazy thing that like definitely obviously couldn't have happened before that, like adds a lot of like, interesting context to the game now.
1: Yeah, that's why that's why it's fun to me, because I don't see that many people streaming like new WoW um there's there's maybe maybe it's just like a quick summer fascination and it'll flame out but right now it's like a fun casual thing to hop in and play but we will give our our final thoughts on wild classic after this commercial break
0: hey there internet welcome back to the game boys podcast my name is deluxe i'm still your host your coastal griffin davis your guest is don't leave broken we're still talking about world of warcraft classic and this is the part of the show where we rate that game boys girls and friends beyond the binary this is where we go in a circle starting with you Neve, because you are a guest we're gonna give our final thoughts on the game and a rating on a scale from one to five joysticks uh so take it away guest
2: uh i guess my final thoughts is it's hard to like compare this to like For a game coming out in 2019, it's definitely like weird. It's off what I would necessarily want in a game. I'm not sure I'm going to stick with it. I feel like I've gotten like I'd like to at least do a couple dungeons, get that feel for it. But I'm not sure I'm in it for the long haul to level 60. I do think it was definitely like a great game that when it came out in 2004, this definitely like broke a lot of ground and did a lot of cool, crazy things that I can't necessarily still appreciate in 2019 because I'm now used to them. Like I've heard stories about in 2004 People would just get up at like 5 a.m. just to watch the sunrise in Azeroth. Just because it was crazy that there was a game where the sun rose and set at the same time as it did in real world. Like stuff like that. And the idea that there was this online world was like really crazy and amazing. And I've played the game for 10 years give or t- like probably on and off tw- 10 or 12 years so it's a game I'm attached to but as a game I'm gonna keep playing in 2019 this version of it uh, I'd say like 2.5 <laughs> okay that's where I'm landing. No, I no. say like I get what elements. They're fun. There may be circumstances where maybe if I had a bigger group, it'd be really fun. And if it would be easier to group up mm-hmm. with people like it is in the current game, that'd be great. But uh, ultimately, it's hard for me to like get the fun out of this game. It's oh, hard yeah. for me to squeeze the fun out of that rock. It's not traditionally fun. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, fair um all right Lex you go first oh, sure I'll go on quick so I've been watching a lot of this on Twitch and like following and talking to Griffin about it and talking to other friends who are playing about it um I think I'm kind of with Neve I'm gonna be a little more generous but like it seems like it's a game that literally just threw the word classic on the end of a game that is shittier than we expect games to be in 2019 and it's tricked everyone to being like this is actually good it's cool that it sucks um which like points for the grift, even if it's not like a cool yeah. piece of
2: design. To be fair, Blizzard warned us about this. <laughs> like they right, were well, very upfront. Like some of you guys are gonna hate. This. We've been begging for it. We <laughs> right, well, that's like, the thing. Is that's part of only why I love the grift? Because we've the been begging is, so hard that yeah. they've even done it, and they don't even believe in it.
0: Yeah, well, that's that's part of the grift. That part of the grift is just being like, you're all a bunch of piss pigs. Come lap up our stupid garbage from this bowl. <laughs> And everyone is like, yum, yum, <laughs> yum, 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 yum. Yeah. Um, and I love yes. that as sort of a as sort of an angle for a scam. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna give it a three out of five uh, joysticks because it looks fun to play-ish. Um, and somehow all these rubes are just like deep in this game that is like clearly a trick.
1: Now, I I agree with all of this. It is it is simultaneously a grift, but also a demand from the fans. I mean, guys. It's fucking taken gaming culture by storm. It's the most talked
2: about game from gaming culture. Quickly after that, oh oh yeah, (laughs) right around cataclysm.
1: No, I'm talking (laughs) about right now, 2019. Oh, riding that. Wow, classic kind of fucked this whole summer up. Like this, like this. What is this year? This year hasn't been much, and then Wow Classic came out of nowhere. A game from 2004 is the most important game this year. That's got to mean something. Yes, it's hellish. It's design fucked up in all these ways. It's just really, really rough. But you make these experiences and you get these re- long-term rewards out of it. It's the funnest online ecosystem happening in the last two weeks. And for me, Holy it shit. might be Game of the Year. Griffin, we get the fuck out of here. Get to to see. the fuck out. <laughs> because... I don't see what else is coming up unless unless Death Stranding uh, like fully sticks the landing. I don't see what else has really like touched gamers' hearts and minds and souls. And for that, I mean, I put like. I've put like 800 hours into just the original game when I was like 11 or 12. And this is the closest I've ever felt to time travel. This is an experience unlike any other. And it's a five out of five joystick experience for me. Oh, my God. Let the player. Let the the past die. I just don't believe
2: you. I'm not even mad. I just think you're lying. (laughs) Well, that makes me angry.
0: (laughs) Damn, red, extremely
1: hard. I don't know Um, what I don't know what else you expected from me.
0: All right, well, Neve, I love that goof. Loved having you on the show. I'm sure people are gonna would love to hear more about where they can find more of your deal
2: uh they can find me at neve brook on twitter instagram i don't i'll be upfront. i don't post a lot on there but if you just want to keep track of me until one day i do keep track of uh you can follow me and wait for my social media Tracking. persona to awaken someday
1: it's like uh it's like groundhog's
2: day the, hey, what, when, when, in when what the, way is this when, this like when the groundhogs, groundhog's come up Oh, that's right. Every oh, you the shadow.
1: They, the shadow. Every spring, then, I decide
2: if I will emerge from social, into yeah. social media or mm-hmm. not. Yeah, but also, long, your day the, starts over. Yeah. And my, was, my day starts, starts over. The problem is that every
0: time Neve wakes up, he sees his own shadow, so he's never going to start tweeting. This is the
2: fifty-third time I've recorded this podcast, and I <laughs> hate so talking sorry. about he's it. I decided to change nothing each time. Now, I'm like, this is the one part of my day that I think I, I right. nail.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um. All right, Griff, I know you have a cool thing coming up before I plug my shit. Uh, this is coming out Friday. So if you're listening, uh, come Sunday night to the Pack Theater, 930 for Nobody Yelling at Me. We got... Uh, it's the first one. It's going to be lit. Go to the Eventbrite. Get some ticks because it is going to be hard to get inside. Uh, we got Brad Evans and Nick Sorelli doing some characters. Yeah. Unbelievable uh, guests for your first show, by the way. That fucking oh, yeah, is incredible. I know, right? Yeah. Hey, that's, that's pretty Oh, nice. Those two dudes uh, fucking rule. They're, they're my favorite uh, Twitter guys right now. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Uh, Truck Month is one of the funniest videos I've ever seen in my entire life.
1: Yeah. You guys should. Yeah, everyone go check out Brad Evans and Nick Sorelli on Twitter. They've been making. They're the summer Twitter video boys. Video boys the summer. Uh, We've also got Madison Shepard doing stand-up and uh, a performance by uh, Freckle, who's very funny as well. Uh, it's going to be a fun show. Come check it out. What time is it on Friday?
2: 9.30 on Sunday. Oh, on Sunday. Got it. Sunday, cool. 9.30. This will be out on
0: Friday.
1: Yeah,
2: um, I got
0: it. And as for me, uh, this Saturday is Party World Wrestling presents Ghost Mall, baby. Um, so if you haven't bought a shirt or donated anything to the show yet, you can go to, do that at at mall. Or if you don't want to pay any money, but you still want to enjoy the show, you can stream it on twitch.tv slash party world wrestling. It'll be this Saturday, September 7th at 730 Central, 830 Eastern, 530 Pacific, Hell yeah. uh, whatever other time zones you figure it out from there. I gave you a lot of information.
1: Can you give the time zone to our, our 50% of our audience in Brazil? I think
0: Brazil's uh, central, maybe mountain time.
1: Okay. So uh, for for Brazil, it's either 7.30 or 6.30, I think depending on where in Brazil you are. To all of our Brazil fans, we say thank you once again, and uh, we hope the fires are are, are dying down so you can continue to game.
0: Yeah, because the fires are really getting in the way of playing video games. Um, Yeah. But yeah, um, check it out. It's really cool. The show's going to be fucking super great. Uh, I just got the blocking notes, and there's going to be some truly insane bullshit that goes down. So check it out. It's going to be really fun. That will do it for this week's show. My name is Lux. I'm your host, your co-host, Griffin Davis. Your guest is Neve Brook. Your editor and producer is Haley Clement. Your intro and music is by Matthew Moore, and your art is by Brittany Metz. Goodbye, Internet. We love you very much. Wow, classic.